Welcome to the Click Podcast. I am your host, Craig Sullivan, and I have got a very good friend. I refer to him as Cuz because he's family. <laughs> Stephen Medell, Vice President, Business Development, Pacifica Hotels, here in beautiful Orange County, California. How are you, Stephen? Craig, I'm fantastic. How are you, buddy? Very, very good. Family's doing well. Team's doing well. Every, every, everybody's doing great. Yeah, we're everybody's intact. Everybody's healthy. Yeah, uh, very fortunate. Very, very good. Hey, do me a favor. Would you tell the audience a little bit about your background and Pacifica Hotels, please? Yeah. So my, my I guess I'll start with my background. So I've been in the industry for this is uh, this celebrating my twentieth year uh, wow. in, in the industry. So been been through a couple been through a couple of these downturns. This one certainly feels and is different. Yes. Um, but uh, but start got my start in hospitality, working in Five Diamond at a, at a small property in Santa Barbara. You know, got into the industry with no bad habits, but fell in love with it, and it was kind of like it was kind of my calling. Uh, fast fast forward, uh, been with Pacifica for five and a half years. Pacifica Hotels, we we too are celebrating a milestone. We're celebrating our fiftieth year this year. Um, and have, a, have an amazing collection of both independent and branded hotels, most of which are are scattered throughout coastal California. And we're we're very we're very fortunate for that, especially as things are ramping back up this time coming out of the pandemic or while we're in the pandemic. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got so gosh, what are we up? Thirty nine hotels, like I said, most of which are in California. Two are in Hawaii. We are both owners of hotels and operators of hotels. And my two favorite states, without a doubt. So, <laughs> very, very good. So, you also recently completed and had a soft opening, so to speak, of a property in downtown Los Angeles. Would you tell us about that, please, Steve? Yeah, so that was kind of a labor of love and certainly a passion project for many people on our team and a huge success. Our Wayfair Downtown LA. So... Uh, we opened it on Valentine's Day of this year. We just missed Alice. We hoped very, you know, we were trying our best to have it completely open, uh, but we were waiting on a couple of permits from the city. Right. Uh, but our Wayfair downtown LA is our second Wayfair, our first being in Santa Barbara. Uh, and that was, and, and Wayfair was one of the reasons I was brought onto the company was to help and continue to grow that brand. We felt like we had lightning in the bottle with our first property. Um, going after a certain type of audience, as you recall, you right. many of the brands were focusing on this millennial traveler. And while we didn't put the focus on millennials, we put the the, the focus was on experience. The yeah. focusing was on sharing. It was um, having these providing these communal experiences and opportunities that now we're looking at and saying, okay, how do, how do we do this? Don't change what we're don't don't change the concept. Just change perhaps a little bit of the way we do it. Right. So Wayfair Downtown LA is 156 rooms. We're located on South Flower, um, and uh, just an amazing, amazing property. Uh, we have several different food and beverage elements located, you know, strategically throughout the hotel. Uh, the rooftop is incredible. Talk about being immersed within the city. Um, just beautiful views from the rooftop on a clear day. You can actually see clear out to the Hollywood Hills. Um, and the rooftop is namely called the rooftop. Yep. Uh, in the basement, we have Lily Rose, which is really this amazing, this amazing speakeasy venue uh, where bizarre meets the beautiful. Really, <laughs> is what we like to call it. I love it. That's great. 
we we specialize in craft cocktails and very very hard to find spirits um and our and our team there just does an incredible job and then we have the gaslighter lounge on the ground floor and the gaslighter lounge is a, is a mix between kind of breakfast lunch we also have uh, pour yourself drinks and coffee drinks and an amazing uh coffee bar area as well and Anyway, just really, really a, a special hotel and one that we're all extremely proud of. Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about this a little bit. You, you know, obviously you had your soft opening, and as a whole, with all of your properties, but this one in particular, how are you adapting to opening up and all your F and B outlets during yeah, this pandemic? I mean, you've got to be limiting the amount of people that can come in at a time and social distancing. How is that all working? Yeah, you're out. You're absolutely right. You know, and most of our restaurants are now open. I'm, I'm happy to be able to say that uh, we, we did it. We wanted to be very strategic by location. Um, and most of our hotels, with that being said, most of our hotels have remained open through all of this. Wow. Um, with, the, with the exception of a few. Um, and part of that being where those hotels are located. Now we're talking about Wayfair downtown LA. I don't need to, unless there's people on this call that are that are unaware of what all the drivers are to downtown or on this podcast that are uh, unaware of what the drivers are to downtown LA. We're talking about convent, major convention, right? Major sports, major right. concert, corporate, some group. Um, you know, and and there is none of that right now. Exactly. So downtown Los Angeles is in a, is in a different position. However, as we've opened up many of our many of our restaurants, we have a lot of overflow space, which makes it which makes it very I wouldn't say easy. It just we're able to service you know more requests and and able to see things happen a lot easier there. We have you know significant overflow and seating outside, and that helps us as we transition back right. to being full service. There we go. We feel, and lots of other leaders in the industry feel that to be able to take back, you know, we, we need to be leaders. We need to be responsible. We need to really take back the industry. Right. Um, exactly. And as long as having those spaces outdoors is critical yeah. because as everybody knows, you know, the, 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 the risk of spread is greatly, greatly diminished when you're in an outdoor space. So if we yep. can continue to do that and have our food and beverage providing great experience, providing great food and the type of culinary experience that Pacifica guests have come to want and, and love, then we're going to be okay. Absolutely. Now, you had mentioned, you know, you're primarily, you know, in coastal California. You guys dominate. You own the market <laughs> in the Central Coast, okay? So what's that been like? I, I've got to imagine your numbers are going up as that's, that's one of the, the top drive-to destinations in the state. And you know as well as I do, and our audience does, Herb and Martha and the 2.5 kids have been locked up. It's like, <laughs> you know, we want to get out a little bit. You know, I, I think, you know, part of the problem is everybody's got a memory about what happened during the great financial meltdown. And there were no vacations. There was no nothing. But, you know, people have got some money. You know, some people are still working. Um, they've got to get out just to save their own sanity. How's how's that market looking for you? Yeah, for, forget Herb and Martha. We're talking Stephen and Carly and our two kids. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, everybody I know, everybody I know, we're clamoring to get to the Central Coast. 
and and our first escape because we were we were some somebody was going to get hurt in our house with Mother's Day and the Central Coast. And that was you. That was me and my and my my amazing wife Carly. Yes. Uh, but uh, but that was us and the Central Coast for us and a lot of people became that great escape. Right. And it was amazing. It was peaceful. It, people were socially distancing. Um, and so this, so this is, you know, this is in mid-May. Um, you had markets in Pismo, we had hotels in Pismo Beach surrounding us that were already exceeding 90% occupancy on weekends. And we said, oh my God, Jeez. are we allowed? Are yeah. we allowed to do that? Should we be doing that? And the, the reality was, was as long as, listen, back to my whole thing, let's be leaders and let's be responsible. Let's right. just make sure that we have the right protocols the right SOPs in place. And our team has been extremely diligent. We put together a task force team almost practically on day one. And we've developed this, our program, which is called Pacifica Peer Stay. There you go. And to ensure our guests that same level of safety. So in markets like the Central Coast, where we know you have folks from LA, you have folks from San Francisco, you have folks from Bakersfield, Fresno, uh, Modesto, places inland and even on coastal. It, It became this great escape. Right. And I think it was one of the first places that people started, at least in California, that people started to naturally gravitate towards. Yeah. No, and, and you know, and you guys have always had a history of, you know, not only taking care and, and, and carefully building your team, but always taking care of your guests and exceeding expectations of the guests that come and visit your, your many properties. Um, now, Again, you know, you're in you're in two of my favorite states primarily, mm-hmm. and Hawaii's been a different ball game. I, sure has. you know, everything's been on lockdown and closed, and they just opened up for inner island flights. Right, I think this week or late last week. Are you starting to see an uptick in that market at all with the local so, travelers? So we are in Kauai. Our so our property in Kauai, which is is which is in the Hui. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Not in Lahui, I'm sorry. It's in Kapa'a. So near, near, Kapa'a, near, yeah. near yeah, very nearby the airport. Uh, um, we've certainly seen an uptick there. Our our larger property, the in on the Big Island, is still closed. But I believe we're 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 preparing to get that thing back open again uh, for the very same reasons that you're talking about. Right. Now I know that you know, and, and you know this as well. But there's a lot of people in the audience that you know aren't that familiar with the Hawaiian market, but that market is, you know, dependent on the continental U S and Canada. I mean, granted Australia, New Zealand, Japan, South Korea are a big part of the market, but they've got to get ready for, you know, and I, I like to use, you know, like the middle of the country is the dividing line all the way through Canada. You know, you, you know, if, if you're in the Midwest, you're, there's a chance you're either going to Florida or the Caribbean or you're going to California and Hawaii. Yeah. And that seems to be true all the way up through Canada as well. So what are you what are you doing? I know they've got the Aloha Clean product, you know, for the state over there. How how are you getting your people geared up in the hotels and the restaurants ready for the local tourists, you know, the locals to start coming and then the tourists hopefully from, you know, North America coming. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an excellent question. I think, you know, the, the good thing is we have both 
so those are two brands, one being part of Marriott, the other being part of Hilton. Right. So first and foremost, we have the programs that were put in place by both of those brands, which were Marriott was, well, Hilton's was probably number one. Arnie Sorensen was probably one of the first figureheads to get out and get right. ahead of all this. Absolutely. And that was hugely important. Not yeah. only did it help the guests internationally say, okay, we, we understand, we understand we're in a situation right now. We also understand when we come back, we're going to come back safely. Right. So if we were independent hotels out there, I'd say we might be a little bit floating on an Island (laughs) to be floating on an Island. But given that we're part of those two brands, we've got the Hilton garden Inn and we've got the courtyard brands out there respectively um, using their cleaning platforms backed by our own cleaning platform and our culture out there. I, I think for us, the way that we're going to, we're going to be approaching these for both these hotels is very much one and the same. It's as if, you know, they were our own hotels anyway. Right. So uh, we're, we're very respectful for that. We certainly want to keep the Aloha spirit. We absolutely, as you mentioned, we live and die off the lift market yeah. off there. And we want people to come back. We especially want inter-island, you know, keeping, the company, you know, keeping Kamaina rates and keeping Kamaina happy as well. That that's that in itself. They want to be able to travel yep, as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but have, but I, that's what I would say. Having the brands and having our Pacifica platform in terms of our SOPs that we're putting in place, um, bolstered and leveraging the brands is going to be crucial. You know, Hilton had another layoff uh, last week. You know, how how is it dealing with the brands? I mean, everybody's got limited yeah. staff right now. They and, sure do. you know, I mean, my hat's off to to all of the brands across the board. I mean, you know, they're I know, you know, that they're trying to work with the franchisees. They're trying to work with the community. They're trying to work, you know, with the public on, on a global level. But how are you finding it, you know, just with, with your interaction as Pacifica Hotels with the brands? Yeah, I'll I'll speak to my own interactions with with them. So we have a we have a new build. We have a Lay Meridian, uh, brand new construction, two hundred and thirty three room hotel that's under construction, set to open Q one of twenty twenty one. Much of the team at Marriott that we were dealing with, and on the brand team for Lay Meridian, good portion of those people have been furloughed. Yeah, and so in their in their place and in their stead, we are dealing with people that we've not dealt with right um so things like who do we work with uh, about you know coming up with the, the naming convention because we had to come up with the logo because we're getting we're, we're nearing the point where the website's supposed to be completed right that was delayed the people who are going to be creating the website that's like that's certainly delayed uh so there there is a little bit of a delay the delay is you know it's figuring out who, who are we working with instead of the people that we should have been working with? Right. Um, and then it's kind of getting into a little bit of a queue. But listen, that, art, that Lay Meridian project is going to be amazing. It's going to be beautiful. Everything about it is going to be great. It'll, it'll open end of Q1 of, of 21, and we'll be excited to get that thing launched. But, uh, and I know the folks at Marriott are excited as well. That'll be one of the, you know, one of the first new Lay Meridians, new construction Lay Meridians to open. Certainly on the West Coast. Definitely. Uh, let's even let's West- dive into that a little bit more. Why don't you tell yeah. the audience where it is and where you're at in the construction phase? And if Certainly. you had any delays due to tariffs, labor, and C-19? 
Knock. A lot yeah, to unpack there. <laughs> I know. No, you're it's, it's, okay. So uh, hats off, hats off to the contractors, Snyder Langston, hats off to the architects over at uh, Architects Orange. Uh, our designer, great Linda group, Snyder. by the way, Architects yeah, Orange. It, it's a great, it's it's a great, great group, a great team. Our ownership group. Um, they have been, they have, they've been steadfast on this project as well. Um, you know, all the construction financing had come in well before all of this, but so this project is, like I said, it's 233 rooms directly across the street from the Santa Anita racetrack. I mean, we're looking into, we're looking into the, the middle of the track from yeah. our guest rooms. It's, it's, it's beautiful with the Sierra Madre mountains and as, as the backdrop and, um, Arcadia is a so, beautiful little community. Yeah, it really is. And for people who don't know Arcadia, I mean, you're talking about an affluence that you don't find. It, it's really, it, it's really amazing. If you haven't yeah. spent any time there, amazing people, amazing food, and then you get driving down some of these streets and you say, "Am I in Beverly Hills? Like, what? Where am I?" <laughs> uh, massive, yeah. massive homes, homes that would rival. Homes that would rival anything in Beverly Hills or Bel Air. We're talking lots and lots of land, ranch yeah. homes, and and things like that. But in, in any event, certainly a level of affluence yeah. in that area. Uh, and so leveraging off of you know a lot of the the business that comes out of Pasadena and some of the corporate that's there. But uh, certainly the really trying to capture the locale of of Arcadia and what exists there in that market. But back back to your question about slowdowns. They've been great. They've Wonderful. been great. Um, I. I I have even heard the word that the hotel could open um, early. I, wow! I hesitate to say that I, I yeah, but I'll yeah. believe it when I, I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. So Q1, yeah, end end of Q1 of 21 is what we're hearing, and so far, so far, everything seems to and appears to be on track. Well, hopefully, you know, we are at our new norm because this is not our new norm right now. This is you know a right. transitional period for us. But you right. get, that opens in Q1. I will be looking for my invite to the party and uh, oh, you got it. we'll bring uh, the Click Connect crew and uh, hopefully we'll get some good interviews and a tour of the yeah, hotel as well. Our, so. our, our, our clients there know how to throw a good party. And, uh, and so I, 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 expect nothing, I expect nothing short of that. There you go. So is that the only new ground up project you got going? At the moment, it is okay. So, which is quite yes. a bit. I mean, that, that that's that's a big box. So, you know, how much meeting space do you have in in that hotel? Oh, in total, they're between indoor and outdoor. We're going to be a right around probably six thousand square feet, feet of meeting okay. space. It'll be it'll be great. Uh, Very restaurant. Nice. The restaurant's going to be fantastic. The out the the ballroom space that bleeds out into. Uh, a courtyard but it's a it's a completely enclosed no, it's, a, it's a courtyard that's enclosed by walls and so it's going to feel like great uh extension of the ballroom space yeah um whether that's per pre-function or overflow or after the fact it's, it, it's gonna it's just gonna be a great use of space out there perfect my friend we are almost out of time and i know you are on a very tight schedule you've got a commitment for this <laughs> morning i very much appreciate you guys making the time to be on the click podcast today do me a favor give everybody a shameless plug so they know how to get a hold of you and maybe bring you a management deal or a development hey. deal or both <laughs> yeah listen listen we are our, our our team is all intact we're excited you know the fact that we own a good portion of our portfolio as well as doing third party 
allows us allows us to be able to survive right. things like you know impacts major even major impacts like this uh being around for 50 years we're we're looking forward to the challenge we can't wait for what opportunities lie coming ahead um but if you need to reach me um listen my email address is smedel at pacificahotels.com that's s-m-e-d-e-l at pacificahotels.com uh check us out pacificahotels.com on our website take a look at our great portfolio of hotels uh, we look forward to working with great people. We're, but we're all about relationships. That's why we're in this industry. Uh, we enjoy working with great people, uh, and we, we've got a team of great people. So uh, look look forward to meeting look forward to meeting you all. And and Craig, really want to thank you for reaching out and having me on the having me on the podcast today. Want to have you back again soon. We didn't cover nearly as much as I wanted to, and I want to get some more thoughts from you on, you know what you know, you're dealing with, with the lenders, insurance carriers, and everything else. I thank you for your time. And if you want to be part of the conversation on the Click Podcast, send me a DM or contact me via email at info at cliconference.com. And on June 24th, the Hotel Reboot Series kicks off with our redesign, redevelop panel, Please go to our website, hotelreboot.com. Glenn Hausman and I are putting this series of four events together. They're going to be fast-paced, interactive, and unlike anything you've experienced so far. And we are using a lot of different production values for this, this event. So I think you're really going to find it informative, and we hope to see you there. And last but not least, I need to thank my friend Bruce Ford at Lodging Econometrics. For sponsoring today's show. Without them, the show would not be possible. And if you are looking for data on your market, who's doing renovations, repositioning hotels, PIPs, <laughs> ground up construction, Bruce and his team at Lodging Econometrics can help you out. And please give them a shout. Go to their website, logiconometrics.com. Stephen, thank you again and aloha, cuz. Oh, Craig, thanks so much, man. Uh, yeah, well, one of these days we'll have to tell that story on this air. But, yeah, thank you so much. We will. Be well. Bye. Take care.